Good afternoon. We begin with breaking news. A bus and car have crashed at West Ryde in Sydney's northern suburbs. The bus has then hit a power pole, bringing down wires, knocking out power to two suburbs. These are live pictures from our news helicopter over the scene at the intersection of Victoria Road and Brush Road. There were no passengers on the bus at the time. Both drivers have made it out safely but have minor injuries. Traffic is banked up for a few kilometres and motorists are being warned to please avoid the area and use alternative routes. The Prime Minister is straight back to Parliament today, hailing the G7 summit in Japan over the weekend a huge success. Let's bring in political reporter Jennifer Beshwati in Canberra. Jen, good afternoon. Anthony Albanese is now preparing for a VIP visitor. Yes, that's right. Good afternoon. And the Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi is on his way to Sydney for a two-day visit, continuing his trip down under despite the cancellation of the quad. It is the first time he's been here in almost 10 years. There's a bit on the agenda. Uh, in addition to a formal bilateral meeting with Mr Albanese, Narendra Modi will meet with business leaders to try and boost trade and investment between the two countries. Anthony Albanese, in an effort to match this celebration put on for him in India last month, uh, will host a grand welcoming ceremony at one of Sydney's biggest stadiums. Around 20,000 members of the Indian-Australian uh, community will attend. There are charter flights to bring in people from Melbourne and Brisbane. It should be quite a spectacle. Uh, here's the Prime Minister speaking about the importance of international allies. Australia is determined to invest in our capabilities but also to invest in our relationships to make Australia more stable and secure at home and more influential in the world because building and strengthening these ties, nation to nation and in regional groupings, is a key part of how my government is building a stronger foundation for that better future. Our Modi media is well underway. We've just got some vision into our newsroom of preparations in the western Sydney suburb of Harris Park, uh, where there is a big Indian diaspora. In fact, the main street there is unofficially dubbed Little India, and residents are grabbing their last-minute tickets for the main event with Narendra Modi. I'm very happy. I'm excited. <laughs> he made my day. I think everyone is very excited and everyone is really looking forward to it. Everybody is so excited here to see him back again. Now, the um, Prime Minister has a busy few months of overseas visits ahead, uh, including to Singapore and the NATO summit in July. And Jennifer Beshwadi in Canberra. Thanks a lot, Jen. The family of an Australian man, Jason Kennison, who died climbing Mount Everest, say they have broken hearts and he was the most courageous and adventurous person they knew. The 40-year-old died on Friday while descending the world's tallest peak and his body is yet to be recovered. Hannah Ford has the latest. It was here in this small town of Malala, north of Adelaide, that Jason Kennison grew up. His craving for adventure kicked in from a young age with a passion for motorbikes. His family today gathered to remember a loving son, brother, uncle and friend. They received the heartbreaking news yesterday morning that Jason had become unresponsive and stopped breathing while descending Mount Everest. He'd just achieved his lifelong dream of scaling the summit, an inspirational feat, say loved ones, given what he'd been through. 
Jason had twice learned to walk again. Once after suffering spinal nerve damage in a car crash north of Adelaide in 2006. And then again after undergoing an operation which resulted in further spinal damage. He was amazing, absolutely amazing. Amazing son, amazing brother, amazing uncle. He was, he was just on top of the world, literally on top of the world. And that's what he wanted to achieve and he achieved that. Jason was climbing Everest to raise money for Spinal Cord Injuries Australia. Everest sort of, I guess, become kind of very, almost symbolic to me. I've ticked all the boxes that I feel like I'm as prepared as can be, both mentally and physically. His family hopes those donations will continue in his honour. Loved ones are now planning a memorial to be held in his hometown of Malala. Thank you, Hannah. The Minns government is set to introduce legislation targeting first home buyers when state parliament resumes this week.